Okay, keep going. Now I'm on the podcast. So what's a podcast? Hello and welcome back to What You Talking, a Kim's Convenience podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mike. And I'm Ruby. Today we have two amazing guests who are accomplished bloggers and also podcast hosts for Geek Girls Universe podcast, which you can catch at geekgirlsuniverse.com. Our first guest loves Star Wars, Marvel, Disney, and whiskey in no particular order. The founder of Whiskey and Sunshine, which you can check out at www.whiskeyandsunshine.com, or follow her at Twitter at Whiskey and Sunshine. Let's welcome Jenna. Woo! Woo! Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Our second guest uh, says her days consist of playing princess, having lightsaber battles, and geeking out over comic books. Founder of Ashley & Company, which you can check out at www.withashleyandco.com, or follow her on Twitter at ThatAshleyAaron. Let's welcome Ashley! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining, guys. We're so glad to have you guys on. This is going to be so much fun. Thanks for having us. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> now, for first timers, especially as new fans to Kim's, I want to ask you both what were your favorite episodes in Kim's so far? So let's start with Ashley. Oh, gosh. So I wasn't keeping track of the titles of the show until the fourth season, I think. But. Okay. Um, just overall, so the church food poisoning episode, it's <laughs> a great one. I love how Oma is like, I should feel bad, but I don't. <laughs> I like, that's yep. what I would say at a church too. You know, no <laughs> um, I liked when they had to fix the toilet. I just thought it was funny with opera and kimchi. Yes. Uh, when Shannon and Jung finally kissed, I was like, uh-huh. yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Appa learning to text. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just cracking up because I was like, what is happening? What's the turkey? Is that a thing or is he just making stuff up? <laughs> <laughs> um, and the soccer game I thought was good because Jung and Appa were together and yes. hanging out. And the bedroom one in the last season where they like sleeping separately because yeah. <laughs> my husband and I joke all the time because he runs like really hot and I get hot easily. So oh. I enjoy when he has to work late because then he's not upstairs while I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> and he's like, oh my God, it's you. And I was like, it is. And it's great. <laughs> so. Oh. It's awesome when you can relate to these kind of stories. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, similarly, we're I'm like a furnace usually too, but uh, that's a whole different thing. Uh, how about you, Jenna? <laughs> so similarly, um, and this is probably why Ashley and I get along so well, but um, so in season one, episode 11, so the handyman episode when oh. uh, Mr. Kim comes, um, Mr. Kim comes and fixes the toilet for kimchi. That is yep. one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> like, I just think it's hilarious. Um, I also really love the soccer dad episode in season oh. four, which I think is episode six. Um, yeah. And in part because like, my husband and I both played soccer. We have kids oh. that play soccer. Like, so mm-hmm. we just, we kind of love that whole thing, but I loved the dynamic between, um, young and Appa. And I was like, Oh, and then I just thought it was really funny how like, you know, at the end, like Appa, you know, comes to the apartment and he basically like quits being the coach before yeah. he had mm-hmm. to actually like 
fire him being a coach. And I, was like, oh. I was like, it just kind of had this like warm. The whole episode was just a great episode. I thought <laughs> overall, um, I really liked the um, the church one. That was super funny, but that wasn't actually on my top list. Um, I actually really loved season two, episode seven, the sneak attack. When, uh. um, yeah, so <laughs> like up once in on, you know, I'm a side business and, you know, <laughs> Janet assumes her like new identity. Like I thought yeah. it was really Janet. funny. Um, and when they get the new freezer, like I just, that whole episode I thought was kind of humorous. Um, <laughs> and then season four, episode two with the couch surfing. I thought that was <laughs> a oh. really funny one. Oh, the um, giant couch. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite episodes. They're all like, oh, I don't spill anything on the couch. You know, and it's like, I just, I can relate to that on so many, you know, levels. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Alejandro with that line, is this a Harry Potter theme party? <laughs> yes. I was like, uh, I just all the Alejandro. Like, oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> and I feel like I had one more I was going to add to that and now I can't remember. So, I, you know, whatever. But those were my, my favorite moments. Um, yeah. It's pretty. Awesome. I think, yeah. oh, like for me overall, it's not like one particular episode, but I love Zhang and Kim Chi's friendship. Yes, mm-hmm. it's just it just makes me. I like it. It's it's fun, and they're like brothers more so than friends, and just the back and forth, how they play off each other really well. I just like it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell even from the first season that they had really good chemistry between Simu and Andrew uh, to really portray that friendship and. Uh, yeah, it's definitely one of the best relationships in the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so today I thought it'd be a bit fun to mix things up a bit. If you don't already know these days, Simu's pulling double duty as Jung, and now has taken his shirtlessness to Hollywood and is also a Marvel <laughs> superhero. <laughs> and yeah, shirtlessness will come up a lot today uh, oh for sure <laughs> wait so can we just ask how does ruby feel about this <laughs> okay yeah i thought we this know was gonna come a little later <laughs> um i don't have anything against somebody who who has a great body i just think it's good in moderations <laughs> as uh as i was telling ashley earlier before the podcast every i think at every occasion we've seen Simu in person live, he's taken off his shirt. Yes. At one point or another. So That's it was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Great body. Uh, awesome. But moderations. <laughs> okay. High five. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I'm also partially to blame for this is because we've had to rewatch and rewatch Kim so much. So, She's been extra exposed compared to most regular watchers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so before we get into all the fun stuff today, and because we have Jenna and Ashley on the show, I thought it'd be fun to see what other universes that Kim's could al- cast could also play in. And going the other way, which A-list actors we could also see jumping into the Kim's world. Uh, but let me... Just, you know, because this episode is going to be about Simu today, uh, let's go through his origin story. Um, So let's, okay, the first part that I had to talk about is his pre-acting. So if you guys don't already know, Simu 
he actually didn't go into acting until later on in his life. Mm -hmm. He actually started off as he actually attended an Ivy League business school here in Canada. And he graduated with, I guess, honors and everything and got a high profile job at a high profile firm. Yeah, it's like a very well known consulting firm that uh, helps with all of the big five in Canada for financial services and everything else. So uh, what ended up happening is uh, he saw this Reddit or something ad to go into be an extra on Pacific Rim. And mm -hmm. he's like, okay, you know what? I'm not quite enjoying everything I'm doing now. Why don't we do this for fun? And he fell in love with it. So after that, he ended up um, taking acting lessons. And somewhere along the line, I guess he was either let go from his job or he walked away We'll just say that he walked away from it. I think it's it's because that company is very well known for layoffs because it's yeah, a very high turnover. Yeah. Um, he did mention in an interview once that he was laid off during that time. I don't know if it was a downtime or what happened, but um, it gave him basically the perfect opportunity to make that leap of faith and do something he loves rather than be the typical Chinese son that his parents <laughs> wanted him to be yeah it definitely makes a better story that way mm -hmm. um so because he was laid off i guess it didn't uh it didn't leave a good mark with his parents his parents weren't exactly happy with that especially because mm -hmm. he started to dive into do acting so from there he decided to take any kind of roles that he could and one of the things that he also started to do was stunt work so uh, a lot of his starting work was in, uh, for example, one show that he shows up in is a show called Heroes. Well, Heroes Were Born, which was the second series after the original one, the one written by Tim Kring. And uh, he shows up as a security guard, actually beside... Oh, he saw that! Yeah, he shows up <laughs> as a security guard to beat up this main person. Uh, and he's actually standing beside somebody who shows up in Kim's as well. Mm -hmm. If you remember the Hapkido episode where Appa flips that big Korean guy, he's standing beside that guy as they're <laughs> about to go and attack the main character, whatever it was. So I remember we're watching him like, hey, that's Simu. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, one other not so well known fact, or maybe it is now, I haven't mm -hmm. kept up in his interviews, is that he also wanted to be a su superhero. That was mm -hmm. one of his goals uh, for the longest time, because he had also taken a lot of small jobs to show up at kids parties dressed up as, you know, Superman or Batman or something. And he was telling in one story that he was dressed up as, I believe, Batman. And he went to the to the party and the kid's like, that's not Superman or Batman. He doesn't <laughs> look like that. Aww. And uh, that that drove him a little bit further to, to reach this goal. So he even went as far as to write a script uh, for a superhero that he liked. And the superhero particularly uh, is Sunfire, who is, I guess, a kind of X-Men, but not really. He's a mutant in the Marvel Universe, which I know Jenna and Ashley know what I'm talking about, but... <laughs> Uh, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Not a popular character. <laughs> Not a popular character, but yeah, I mean, they haven't really touched that in any of the movies at this point. Mm -hmm. Or, I don't know, Ashley, am I wrong in saying God. that? No, I don't think Sunfire has yeah. been brought up, like, at yeah. all. But I also I'm have already blocked out all the X-Men. <laughs> as I wait for the oh. reboot. So, but I'm pretty sure Sunfire has not been mentioned. With Just Cause... <laughs> that's another podcast for you. yeah that's another I podcast seen that, actually. 
So let's talk a bit, bit about uh, life after Kim. So, of course, he got the role of Jung. Um, and Sumu, from the beginning, has always been popular. I remember we attended one of the first fan events, which was at that point only four episodes in. Mm-hmm. And w- we had the opportunity to sit into the screener for like the fifth episode. And we we're watching and uh, we had the opportunity to potentially be Appa or... Paul, Jean, Amma, and Simu. Yep. They were they, they were, were also sitting in the stage. screen. Yeah. yeah, they did a and a after the screening, I believe. And I remember they were kind of setting, standing separately from each other on the stage. And there's <laughs> this really long line going out the theater for Appa. <laughs> and kind of mixed in that line was Jean's as well. And then Simu, he just had like this flood of people all surrounding him. And I said, <laughs> yeah, there's no way we're going to say hi to this guy. Let's just leave. Mm-hmm. And that's like only four episodes into the series. He was already super popular. Um, now, between seasons of Kim's, uh, that's when Simu started to build his popularity. Mm-hmm. Basically, every time he posted a shirtless photo of himself, his <laughs> Twitter would explode. And I remember about, uh, it was about six months to a year before he got his Shang-Chi role, mm-hmm. he posted one photo it's like him on that blue background and he he's going beast mode or whatever he's doing and somebody was like oh i want a basket full of him and butter or something like that oh yes i I think i remember that post yeah and he was saying something like i don't think my mom would be proud of that post but yeah this is my most popular post ever so something like that i think um i remember hearing a story that he not necessarily got stalked, but like people were waiting at his condo just to like say hi to him. Oh, really? Yeah, it was during one of our interviews. I think <laughs> I don't remember if it was cut out or not, and it became a thing that people they he he was afraid to let people know because obviously Toronto is not too big, mm-hmm. and sometimes when you post pictures, people can see sort of or guess where you're from. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of scary, but it's a good thing he's a big guy. <laughs> Now, of all the casts, I would have to say that Simu has definitely been the one who has networked the most. Mm-hmm. Um, in between seasons of Kim's, he, especially between seasons two and three, he started to put himself out there in LA and start to network with a bunch of other people who were working in projects then. He had a small or short movie called Meeting Mommy, which you can pretty much watch on YouTube for free. Uh, which is a dramatic role, very mm-hmm. emotional kind of role. Uh, probably one of his better dramatic performances, which you can catch. Yep. Uh, aside from Kim's, because, of course, he nails the dramatic then. Comedy, well, anyway, <laughs> we can get into that later. Um, so, yeah, so that pretty much leads up to, I guess, the fan perspective of all that stuff. And then came San Diego Comic-Con 2019. Um, so before I go into that, big moment um it, and that big announcement i just and this is sort of why we want jen and ashley on the show because they are my kind of people they'll know exactly where they <laughs> were that day and they actually host an online twitter party uh, on mondays called hashtag marvel mondays and we usually chat about marvel stuff so i remember chatting about it that monday mm. about oh my god there's there's simu there yeah <laughs> and uh, we had been at a another party, and it was like a Kim's party or yeah. something. It that... was like an improv show that we had in an yeah. um, non-official Kim's Convenience fan 
annual fan club kind of thing. <laughs> so, um, of course, Jen and Ashley at that point didn't really have any perspective of like of who this man is. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, let me just ask this question, Ashley. Were you watching Kim's at that point? I know I kind of got you into Kim's, but um, God, I'm trying to remember. I knew who he was, and I knew he was from the show, oh. but I don't think I was watching watching <laughs> it yet. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, now that you guys have seen Simu through Kim's, do you think that he can live up to the MCU legacies of people like Chris Evans and Robert Downey? I do. I yeah. absolutely do. Same. I mean, if if you look at some of their earlier stuff, like the early movies, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, mm-hmm. they, I mean, as much as, don't get me wrong, I love Chris Evans. <laughs> they they were not they're not the actors they are today. For I mean, sure. if you look at some of their early stuff, they're not they don't have the acting chops they do now. Um and even if you look at them compared to somebody like Tom Hiddleston who's got oh. stage acting experience yes. yeah. and a lot of it and that's what their background is, um they're they pale in comparison in terms of just sheer acting capability. Mm-hmm. And then you look at somebody say like Tom Holland who's just He's humorous. He's funny. He's got those gymnastics abilities. And I think that that kind of capability is what Simu brings to this character. That mm-hmm. is something very different than, you know, a Chris or a, a Robert Downey Jr. brings. Hmm. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I feel like he reminds me of pre-Captain America Chris Evans anyway. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. just the, the type of roles he plays, the type of character he is. Yep. Like he's very... He's like an Asian Chris Evans, like for <laughs> certain roles, like yeah. you know the uh, what is that, like the what's your number? I could see Simu in a movie like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah. I agree with Jana that I think, you know, they aren't where they were when they started. So I think he'll be even farther along in his acting ability once he's in the the Marvel wheelhouse because they have a way of of churning out some good ones. Mostly, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there's those those off. Uh, off-brand people like Jane Foster. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> they can't all be winners. <laughs> However, all the main casting has been phenomenal. So yes. mm-hmm. I trust them when they picked him. And I'm excited. And I agree, he is like Tom Holland. He has that same physicality for this role. He actually mm-hmm. knows martial arts, so it will come across like legit and genuine. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if I try to do, like, a martial arts pose, <laughs> you could totally be like, yeah, she's got no clue what she's doing. Like, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no, I think he's going to do great. I think the one other thing that I like about Simu being selected is that he's also a fan of the content. Not necess- not specifically Shang-Chi, but mm-hmm. again, he, he wanted to be a superhero. He wanted to be especially a Marvel superhero. Uh, well, to be fair, I don't know if you can count Sunfire, but still, he <laughs> still wanted to be in that universe as a superhero. Um, so, yeah, th- I always like it when I see a fan kind of achieve that because they kind of bring a little more to it. At least I feel that. So, Like the Deadpool situation? <laughs> yeah, like Deadpool. Oh, my God, Ryan uh, Reynolds. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I loved I loved how Simu was like reacting on Twitter to the news and how like he was like fanboying over Himself. Tom Hiddleston like oh, yes. I would fangirl <laughs> over Tom Hiddleston right. I was like oh so we are like the same person okay <laughs> <laughs> 
So how do you guys think that the rest of the internets and all the fanboys and everybody else in the, I guess, Marvel fandom reacted to Simu? So you had mentioned that there was some backlash to it, and I actually, I I missed it. When I was following the news, I don't know. I just, I didn't see anything negative. Everybody was super psyched to see Mm -hmm. him, to see the character be brought in and all the possibilities that open up with bringing Shang-Chi in, which we can Mm -hmm. kind of talk about in a little bit. Um, But I did do some digging because I was like, I kind of want to (laughs) see. I just came across where I was like, the guy said he was ugly, like too Uh ugly for the role. And I'm like, what? Also, (laughs) I'm sure you're real attractive to be bringing up that he's too ugly for a role. Like, come on. troll. (laughs) For real. Like, okay, sure. But like I said, most of the stuff I've seen is positive. So I think it's going to be great. Well, and I don't know if that is in part because we weren't at SDCC and we were just kind of following like the overall breaking news versus the people that report were reporting kind of the nasty stuff coming right. out mm. of it. And we were more in, you know, embedded in just sort of the overall fan base and the people excited about mm-hmm. it. Like I think most like and what Ashley was saying, most of what we were seeing were the people that were excited for a new character and excited for diversity and, mm-hmm. and excited for an expansion mm-hmm. and that type of stuff. We didn't really see much in the negative um, space at that point. I think everything we really saw was very positive for the most part. Um, and so, yeah, I actually had to go. But when you had said that, we mm-hmm. I had to go back too and just kind of look for the mm-hmm. the really negative stuff. And yeah, I found that one article about the guy who said it was like too ugly, and I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, A, who says that? And B, I was like, also, who says that? And C, <laughs> how much other trolling? Like, I didn't research to see what other trolling he does, but clearly he's just a troll because that's what those people do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked um, Simu's quote in response to that when he mm-hmm. was talking about it at SDCC. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was good. He was, I really liked his, you know, I have the utmost belief in my abilities and his, you know, refused to let the opinions of others define me. And I was just like, oh, yes, I was like, <laughs> do it. <laughs> I was like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, the, the problem with like these legacies, um, especially the whole MCU sort of legacy is that mm-hmm. there's a big following for it. And the fact that they picked uh, a, an Asian character and particularly the one with Shang-Chi, who Shang-Chi <laughs> has, he was like a character created in the seventies, sort of supposed to be like Marvel's answer to Bruce Lee. But sure. you know, when you have your main villain's name is like Fu Manchu, which is sort of deep rooted in itself to be i don't know just problematic <laughs> yeah it becomes yes. a problem and that's what kind of stirred up the the raw bad emotions of you know then people from from china and asian countries start to look at this like whoa whoa, whoa what's your what are you doing marvel and then they started to get nitpicky on simu which i think ruby can go a bit into yeah like when when simu was first announced um i think a lot of the Asian community, specifically Chinese community, was trying to get, not necessarily troll him, but just try to get their opinion on, hey, look, this, this Chinese actor made it to Hollywood. Like, wow, like it is big news, right? Yeah. Um, but I think the, I'm not sure if you guys were reading the same article, but what happened was there was an actual uh, YouTube video where this guy, I think they're called 
he's called Asian Boss. I don't know if that was the name of the yep, channel. Or, that's the one. Yeah. So he actually went out onto the streets in China and sort of interviewed or kind of like did a poll on what females in China thought of Simu being casted as a Hollywood actor. So most of the people had no idea who Shang-Chi was. They had no idea this was even like a Marvel character because it's it's not a popular character and it's also very old and it's never come back <laughs> until mm-hmm. now. So they they just judged Simu based on his appearance as what a typical Chinese person should look like as an actor. And he doesn't meet any of those. <laughs> well, the thing was, I, I watched that video once after, and I don't remember who pointed it out to me, but the basically when he was asking the questions, he's like, on a, on a scale of like 8 to 10, how ugly is this guy, right? <laughs> and when something's so pointed like that, it's like, it's Ugh. it's just, you know, it's garbage yeah, to watch. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not even, you know, mm-hmm. entertaining at that point. You didn't stand a chance. <laughs> no, and I mean, like, in a, in a very traditional... Well, I shouldn't say traditional, even modern society sense for Simu to, let's just say if he were to have gotten a role in any dramas or movies in China, he still would not be considered like good looking or flattering. It's it's just a very stereotypical look that they have. It's very cookie cutter. Same with Hong Kong. Hong Kong has like a very slim standard on both men and women. And it's just, it's, it's that look that they don't go for, right? So I think overall... And I think this kind of relates to a lot of Simu's career is that he, he's got an uphill climb with Shang-Chi. It's mm-hmm. not going to be easy, uh, especially, and I guess it's my point of view, that they created Shang-Chi to kind of be uh, possibly also another gateway into another market to push a superhero to Asia or something. Yeah. And if that was the intention, it's going to be especially uphill for Simu in that point of view. However... Uh, along Simu's career, I've pretty much seen that everything's been uphill for him. He hasn't really had the training, but somehow he got this role and mm-hmm. he's been thriving in this role of Kim's and, uh, you know, uh, Canadians getting work in LA, yeah. not, not really likely and being Asian as mm-hmm. well. He, he somehow managed to go above all this and now he's a superhero. So Saying all that, I think that uh, even though he has his hill to climb, he's proven that he can do this and he's probably the right guy for the job. So. Yeah, and he's very good at shifting the focus to the right problems because when he was asked to respond to that YouTube video, he did say, he's like, that's he's like whether or not ha- people think I look good enough for the role is, isn't the problem. The problem is the backstory of Shang-Chi and how they're going to rewrite it so that it's no longer offensive <laughs> to Asian yeah. people and how are they going to reinvent this character so that it belongs in today's Marvel universe and probably the most important thing is he looks good shirtless because <laughs> Shang-Chi is probably going to be shirtless <laughs> all the time <laughs> there it is <laughs> full circle <laughs> it all comes the back cultural to cultural aspect is obviously very important as well <laughs> and, and while we can argue that the shirtless part is great and very important obviously the cultural reach telling of the story is very yeah. important as well it has yeah. to be it has to be approachable <laughs> <laughs> now of course so we're all expecting great success for simu um but on the flip side is kim's fans uh, mm-hmm. one thing that's weighing down on our minds is 
if he becomes more popular, what does it mean for Kim's? Right. So just wondering what you guys think about that.、Uh, maybe we'll start with you, Jenna. Um, well, I mean, there's a couple of things about that. And one is that I think we know that TV series like these don't tend to go on for eternity.、Mm-hmm. Um, we know that they're probably going to do a season five based on what I have been reading.、Yeah. Um, but everything in the world right now is, you know, as we know, kind of <laughs> on hold.、Um, so I would expect that. We would see a season five with him, and then potentially he phases out after that season, or maybe、mm-hmm. another、mm-hmm. season, or he comes back for a cameo, but he, you know, moves on and does something different. He now、mm-hmm. has his GED. You know, maybe he goes to manage a branch somewhere else, and we only see him,、yeah. you know, pop in here or there. I mean, there's definitely a way I think they could phase him out of the show、mm-hmm. and have him still appear periodically.、Um, so. It doesn't necessarily mean the show has to end, obviously, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it certainly makes it a challenge to have him be、yes. a full time <laughs> superhero and still, <laughs> still know, have time for the convenience store. At a、yeah. car rental place and, you know, <laughs> related to a convenience store family. Yes. That's true.、Uh, how about you, Ashley? Uh, Jana, she was in my head, so she said everything <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I think, I, think I saw they were. Yeah, it does all the time.、Um, I think I saw they're renewed for two more seasons. Yes. Is that right? Oh, it was two. Okay. Okay. And I don't know if anybody knows his contract situation, but I, I feel like with Jana, he'll eventually phase out to possibly just being a cameo type character、mm-hmm. until the series ends.、Um, and with everything having ground to a halt, I would imagine、yes. that when everything <laughs> starts again, it's going to make everybody's schedules. Hectic,、yes. and for him to have to、um, balance the two, and it's I don't envy him, I, like it's gonna be rough, but、mm-hmm. yeah, I, I kind of see them phasing him out. Yeah, it's、but、the it- unfortunate thing, it's been one thing that's weighing on my head as well. I mean, I knew Seaman was going out there to LA and kind of hoping, okay, I kind of hope they squeeze out at least eight seasons of Kim's <laughs> to kind of tell the whole story. But、uh, yeah, it, it's always come in my head that if he had any big projects, he would kind of do, he, he would show up as, oh, he's going to do an exchange in some country for some amount of time and pop up back in the、uh, last season.、Um, I don't know if you guys have ever read the play, but it kind of sets the stage of something,、mm-hmm. something like that to happen where they can kind of do like an. Endgame, Avengers Endgame type time <laughs> skip, and come back to it and say, Oh, okay, Simu's back after five years in Tibet or something.、Mm-hmm. And now he's come to reclaim his life here. So I was going to say the one thing we do know is that while we, while we don't necessarily know all of the people and all of the pieces that happen over there at that you know, movie studio,、right. we do know enough that they tend to be fairly reasonable people. So、okay. I. Can't imagine them saying, You can never work on Kim's again. <laughs> they'd be like, Oh, this is what helped make you successful. Great. Like, they,、mm-hmm. they tend to be pretty, you know. Chris Evans had this play he did over in Broadway.、Oh, like, okay. Tom has they, a play. Tom has a play. Like, they still do other things. Like, they don't. They, they don't go, Oh, you're a superhero and you can never do anything else again. So they tend to be pretty. Understanding of the fact that they also have other lives, even、mm-hmm. when they have a contract to be a superhero for some length of time. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's a, a positive thing to lean on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So hold on to that hope, everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, why don't we jump back a bit into the Kim's uh, realm? Uh, so one of the big things for Simu, or I should say Jung in this case, is, <laughs> has been his relationship with Shannon throughout the the four seasons. What are your just, I guess, overall thoughts on that relationship uh, between Jung and Shannon. Uh, why don't we start with Ashley? Uh, I had a feeling they were going to get together, and I was shipping it for, <laughs> since the beginning. Because I, I just, I loved how he's very cocky and sure of himself when he's around women that he necessarily doesn't care for, mm-hmm. other than mm-hmm. like a one night kind of situation. So, but with Shannon, he was equally as awkward with her as she is with him. So I was like, oh, this is so cute. They like belong together. So I was fine. I was, like I said, one of my favorite episodes, they finally kissed. I was like, yes, finally. Oh my gosh. And Alejandro, <laughs> go away. Like, ew. Yeah. And then now with season four, the way it ended with the new roommate, I was like, what is happening? I don't like this. <laughs> so I like them. I want them together. I don't want the roommate butting into that but if they have to phase him out like does shannon also phase out or do they break up yeah like what's gonna happen you know that's true no (laughs) sorry (laughs) how how about you jenna so (laughs) this might be an unpopular opinion i actually (laughs) don't like them together i like the dynamic i like the dynamic of them with their weird sexual tension and i like the ease of how they interact together Mm -hmm. but i don't like them as a couple because i feel like every time they sort of have tried to be a thing it just doesn't ever seem to be a good fit if that Mm -hmm. makes sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but they seem really good together as sort of flirty friends. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like that's just where they should stay. I'm also, and this is, you know, back to my unpopular opinion and maybe just from weird personal experiences, but I'm a big fan of like no romance in the workplace. So mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. even though I get it's a TV show and it's supposed to be fun and quirky and whatever mm-hmm. i'm a big fan of just like don't cross those lines so like <laughs> i'm a no okay it's a no for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh. th- throughout the podcast i try to avoid talking about shannon and junk because i don't ship them at all i i, I agree with jenna I, I like the i like the interplay between them in terms of that 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 tension but mm-hmm. when they're, they're they're together they're just like eh, okay i mean they have funny awkward moments they do um, it's it's kind of like the Roz and Rachel situation in Friends. Like yes. you like them being apart more than they are together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, I did like the interplay between Kimchi and Gwen. Um, right. <laughs> but I guess yes. maybe because it's fresh, because uh, we've been watching Shannon and Jung for mm-hmm. four seasons. But uh, that was fun for me to see. <laughs> okay. Uh, and if I'm lucky, Ashley still likes me. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I told him it's like a Ross and Rachel thing. I get it. I get it. And I like Gwen and Kimchi too. I liked when they were fighting, and he was like, "She's fine with it." <laughs> it's like, like, uh... like her whole like just the hand gestures. I was like, I can only imagine <laughs> what she's saying to him right now. <laughs> okay, uh, so again, being Jung focused, uh, what are your favorite Jung moments in the show so far? Uh, why don't we start with 
Jenna first. Okay, so I think my two favorite ones are, and only one of them involves him being shirtless, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) 50%. (laughs) Um, So when he farted during yoga and blamed it on Jane. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I died. I was like, that is hilarious. I was like, you were the worst best brother ever. (laughs) Um, And then the whole box of wine in a six pack moment when kimchi brings his date over. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And he's all like, oh, hey. (laughs) And she's like, oh, kimchi who? (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if it was sorry go ahead i was gonna say i think those are two of my favorite moments i mean there's lots of them right he's just he's a moment of comic relief throughout the entire thing obviously Mm. so Mm -hmm. how about you ashley i don't know if it's that same episode you were just talking about but it's when kimchi wants him to act like gross yes yes Yes. that's the same same one that was mine okay that's what i thought because i was like (laughs) I loved loved it because you could see he was struggling so hard just to be gross, <laughs> yeah. and he's still hot, <laughs> and he's still like it's yeah exactly he still looked good so it was, it was just so funny, and gosh what was the other one? Uh, I like 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 she said like he's the comic relief so I really mm. like a lot of his his moments probably the. I don't know the texting one, I guess, again, just because I liked how once he figured out who it was, oh, <laughs> it's like, right. oh, it's my dad. <laughs> okay. It was no, just like a funny fun. back and forth. I was like, this is great. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I remember watching that one where Jung's supposed to be gross Jung. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's wearing like the track pants and the gray hoodie. Yeah. I remember when I was yes. watching that, I was wearing track pants, the black track pants <laughs> and a gray hoodie. I'm like, wait, am I gross too? <laughs> and Ruby was like, no. no. <laughs> Being comfortable is important. <laughs> um, yeah, my favorite scenes are usually when uh, you have Janet and Jung together because I think they mm. do the whole brother sister dynamic really well. Mm-hmm. Of all the relationships mm-hmm. that Jung or Simu does throughout the series, I feel that that feels the most genuine to me. Mm. Uh, I mean, like he's a good dramatic actor. Like the scenes between him and Paul Appa, um, they're really powerful. Like uh, season two's finale and whenever basically they fight, it's it's mm-hmm. or hug or whatever. They're really great scenes, but I've always felt that the brother sister scenes were really solid. Yeah, I yeah I like those scenes, yeah. but I think I like the kimchi and Jung moments because yeah. there yes. are those very real connection, you know, brotherly love kind of mm-hmm. moments. But then there are also those comic relief moments. I still remember the I think it was season one. I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm really bad at remembering which season things are. Um, where they stole the sketchy guy's bike because they thought that he stole it from Shannon. (laughs) And then for whatever reason, they were actually trying to steal the other bike at the end and then they had to run. It was like the very end of the scene. Right. It was just just really great comic relief, I thought. And um, I think the one with Paul that I really enjoyed was um, the dishwasher one, where at the end, Amma comes in and it's like, (laughs) so... Both dishwashers are broken. It's like, but but we're working together. It's, it's like, like, are those happy tears or sad tears? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I really like that moment because he was just like, 
uh, I'm stuck between my mom and my dad. I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> All very the episode soul. where he's getting sprayed with water or whatever by the roommate, Gerald's girlfriend or whatever, and um, oh Chelsea, yeah. oh for the modeling picture, yeah, oh, modeling right. pictures, like that whole thing. And Janet walks in was I thought a hilarious moment because she was all like, "What you couldn't wait for me?" And he's like, "Oh well, she's gonna do it now." And she had free time, and I was just like, "You can tell like like her reaction, yeah. and his response, like they just and it was that total like it was it it was their brother sister mm-hmm. like connection, yeah. but at the same time, this just." irritated like i can't believe you a went behind my back and b like Mm -hmm. what is happening here Mm -hmm. in my like in my apartment with (laughs) (laughs) but also those pictures they were hilarious oh Oh, my god i'm like these are so bad (laughs) definitely not get a job (laughs) no No. maybe at the wrong kind of establishment (laughs) There you go. Yeah, he'll never have to wear a shirt, so he'll be good. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so let's step away from Jung for a moment and get into some fun stuff. So let me ask you guys first: uh, What A-list actors or stars would you would be fun cameos to see in the Kim's universe, and what would they play, or just what cameos would be fun? Uh, why don't we start with you, Ashley? Oh gosh. Um... That was a hard one because you <laughs> gave me that question early and I was like, oh, I don't know. Um, I know that Shit's Creek just went off, but mm-hmm. I would like to see like Across. Moira have to walk into oh. the convenience store. <laughs> and just her having to interact with Oma, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, hilarious. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. And they're, you know, they're Canadian shows. Yeah. So I'm like, can they? Are they in the same universe? Yeah. Can they, you know, interact? <laughs> the Kim's I, just, I think that would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kim's cast have expressed interest in, like, having a crossover with Schitt's Creek for the yeah. longest time. And for the CSA Awards, which is sort of like the Canadian Oscars here, uh, Catherine O'Hara and uh, Jean Yoon are usually head-to-head yeah. in the awards section for that category. So it'd be kind of fun to see them interplay and see if there's any tension, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Uh, how about you, Jenna? So um, Ashley's also in my head because the Shits Creek cast, yeah. like the, the four main ones were in my head. Being <laughs> like, any, no, but any one of them walking into like a random convenience store in the middle of the city <laughs> would have been kind of just funny because any one of their characters walking in and having to interact in a place like that, that's not their norm that's true um would have been like a funny kind of whatever um also like i know that he had you know just a one-off um spot in orphan black and i know that they're also a canadian show Mm -hmm. and so i would totally love to see something you know orphan black happen Mm -hmm. there which also can i just say i need that show to come back (laughs) Um, (laughs) because i need more um and then not necessarily high profile actors, but just because I know that it's based in Toronto, I'd love to see, you know, anything like a Toronto Maple Leafs, you know, like oh. like John mm. Tavares or somebody like just kind of like, oh, I'm walking down the street with like a couple of my teammates. We walk into the convenience <laughs> something up that's and maybe like um, Appa like doesn't recognize them or some kind of, you know, interaction where it's, you know, one of those they're sort of expecting to get 
you know, fangirled, fanboyed kind of thing. And he's like, oh, whatever, dude. Like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> um, type of interaction. Yeah, okay. that'd be very cute. Yeah. I, I, I agree with the whole Shit's Creek thing because I, I guess it's such a popular show. And like, just like Mike said, Gene and um, um, Catherine, right Ka- Catherine are always head to head. And it's like, oh, it's like they're in the same universe, but not. And they're always going for the same things. I thought it would just be hilarious if um, David Rose would be um, Rodrigo's boyfriend or something oh. coming in, and then Appa would have to react to that. So I thought that would be hilarious. If he get, goes to David's, like you can do better. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because he is a different look, right? Yeah. Um, and same with, I feel like uh, Johnny Rose would be really hilarious to come into a conversation between Appa and Mister Chin. Or Appa and um, Mr. Meta. Mr. Meta, yeah, yeah. like because they're all kind of like the fatherly type, and then how would he interact with that? Mm-hmm. And he'll probably look at them really weird, but that's a whole other thing. Um, and I thought for Alexis Rose, if she had some sort of interaction with with the whole Gerald Chelsea Janet dynamic, and oh. see how maybe she went to the school or she was like a model for something in photography, and then they're just you know like looking at her like what? I thought that would be really cool. <laughs> Yeah, I I took a different approach. I kind of, well, I did look at Canadians. uh, So I went for, okay, my first one was Ryan Reynolds. Uh, (laughs) What if he was like sort of Gerald or Terrence's like hot cousin that sort of appears on the scene? (laughs) And then like you see like he he comes into handy and then Shan's just like, oh my God, who is this guy? Strolls. So then you have... Uh, You know, Marvel superhero (laughs) character and Marvel superhero character. Kind of like... Hey, get out of the way! And you know, you know Ryan Reynolds. He's he's a funny guy. He's he can hilarious. Play with that oh, really well. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, second one, Hayden Christensen. Now nobody liked him as Anakin. I, I don't know if you guys did. I like how he said no. that really quick. He's like, okay, I know. Hold on, don't yell at me yet. He's like, don't boo me on my own podcast. That's a no for us. <laughs> Just checking. Um, I know. So he worked on a project with Andrew Fung, this uh, movie called Little Italy. Mm-hmm. So they they do have some chemistry going on together. And Paul, who's a big fan of Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, they've been slowly kind of leaking kind of Paul's likes into his character, Vapa, for example. Yeah. His like, his love of the Blue Jays, mm. uh, his love of movies as well. Like they made a reference to Star Wars in one of the episodes in season four. So I'd love it if Hayden kind of comes as himself and up as like you know prequels weren't very good <laughs> and then you have kimchi sort of in the background acting awkward like ha 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 he's, he's kind of my that. bro i'm 100 down for that 100 <laughs> percent can we get natalie portman on to do the same oh. thing? Oh. <laughs> yes where janet's like ew <laughs> Ew, she's awful. God, I don't know why. Why does anybody like her? (laughs) Another person that they can go to is uh, Justin Bieber. I'm not a fan of Justin Bieber, so (laughs) I just want him to pop in the store and up to throw him out of the store. Well, that's have me. him park in that illegal parking spot in one of his fancy cars and have it towed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that wraps it up for Canadians for me. And, and one other honorable mention is Randall Park, who plays uh, Jimmy Woo in the MCU. 
Um, mm-hmm. Oh, just, yes. Love him. He's, an, he's so awesome. So I just want to see him appear. I don't know. Even if he just pops up for a second, you just like see his face. Like a quick cameo, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't awesome. Simu was in an episode of Fresh Off the Boat, yes, wasn't he? he was. Mm-hmm. The he was. 100th episode, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's only fair that he appears, too. (laughs) Do a swap. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, so we know that Simu has reached one of his goals of becoming a superhero. What shows or movies would you like to see the Kim's cast appear in? Uh, Why don't we start with Jenna? Okay, um, so that's a really challenging question because I think the entire cast is exceedingly talented. And quite frankly, I think they could be cast in anything and do well. I would love to see a little bit more Marvel crossover, honestly. Ooh. Like, hmm. I wouldn't throw that out for anything. Um, <laughs> if they could incorporate another person or two into um, Shang-Chi, I would definitely not cry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of that show, yes. so I love it when they have random people on there. Mm-hmm. So I could see, you know, a good spot there for a person or two for a cameo. Um, I think of what else. Like, those are the ones that come to mind. But anytime they're doing, like, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. or an Avengers or something where there's, like, a big... I know there's no more Avengers, but something where they're doing, like, a big cast where there's a lot of room for cameos. Mm-hmm. Um and you have like a main character where they've been in other things and they can bring in their cast. I think that's a great fit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's great. Like, uh, Ashley. I mean, obviously I'd love to see them in the Marvel universe somehow <laughs> or, um, but actually just because I know that Paul is a huge fan of star Wars yes. and has like yeah. his own gear and stuff. I would love <laughs> to see him in the Mandalorian. Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, he could just be trooper number, like, whatever. As long as he's not punching Baby Yoda. Good. But, I mean, they had they had so many people just randomly throughout the first season of The Mandalorian. I think it would be awesome to see someone who's a super fan mm-hmm. get to get to be a part of that. Yeah, that would be awesome. I think that would be cool. She'd probably bring Hello, his own costume, John, too. David. Yeah. He probably would, which is hilarious, but awesome. <laughs> Ruby? No? No, I yeah, like I think I've, they've touched on um all the ones that I was thinking of just having the crossovers into the Marvel universe. The only other thing I can think of was maybe something cute f- like in Disney just because they're trying to bring other actors in. Like mm-hmm. I, Disney's opening it up a little bit more mm-hmm. now, so I feel like if if they can incorporate like someone like Andrea in it and oh, yeah. things like that. I know, because when, when they cast it for Mulan, they actually, like, searched a bit better <laughs> this time around. So, yeah, I'd appreciate something like that. What do you mean? They, they weren't researching well when they picked Eddie Murphy as a little dragon? <laughs> and people were wearing kimonos <laughs> for Chinese tea ceremonies. Yeah. It's okay. This isn't a Disney uh, podcast. We're safe. I love Ming-Na, though. Like, she's amazing. Yes. yes. She's amazing. Yes, yeah. she definitely she's is. like... Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, Royal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She did the trifecta. Everything. Oh. Yeah. She did. She collected all the stones. Mm-hmm. She's good. It's insane. Oh. Sorry, but they're really funny. Why? She collected all the stones. It's true. Somebody needs to give it her infinity gauntlet. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, so Paul, he, he has a lot of 
fandoms, uh, things mm. that he likes, uh, as Ashley mentioned, Star Wars. Would love to see him in The Mandalorian. Maybe it might happen because one of his friends also directed one of the episodes. The one with Ming, Ming Na Wen. Oh. Yeah. Mm, um, oh, really? Okay. Ghostbusters is a big one for him as well. Mm -hmm. uh, the other one that comes up a lot on Twitter is Avatar, like Airbender Avatar, not James Cameron Avatar. Okay, I was about to be like, don't I was like, get Ashley's me started. About to change her mind. <laughs> don't get me started. Uh, okay, last Airbender, I'm good. Yes, last Airbender. Uh, people, a lot of people are like saying, yeah, you could be um, Uncle Iroh, the the uncle of uh, Prince shoot Prince Zuko. Mm. Uh, and then other people are like, "Wait, his name is Appa. Isn't that the bison? He could be the bison." <laughs> anyway, that's terrible. Uh, that's a whole oh other gosh. thing. <laughs> uh, Andrew Fung, he's a big fan of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and <laughs> yes. Ghostbusters as well, and especially the fact that he loves pizza. I mm. would like to see him be a Teenage Mutant Ninja a Turtle. <laughs> well, like even a voice of a turtle. Mm -hmm. Like he could easily do Michelangelo or something like that. So. Fair, yeah. Why is there not a Halloween special that has them as I Teenage Mutant know Ninja Turtles? Exactly. Uh, that's been <laughs> oh, one thing that's that such a good idea. Yeah, it would have been. We've all been for years saying, okay, you guys need to do Christmas because you need to show that Toronto and. In like and December, snow. it has snow. It's not sunny all the time. No. And the other thing is, no, it's got a lot of snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just snowed last week. <laughs> yeah. In May. Oh gosh. Um, gosh. And um, yeah, and and Halloween's the other thing because we mm -hmm. know that Paul would basically bring his his. His uh, one of his many many costumes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna say he just bring his Star Wars. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's already set. They don't need to do anything. Mm -hmm. uh, but totally <laughs> agree with like the Disney kind of thing. It'd be nice to see like Jean, Nicole, and Andrea are all super talented. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be awesome to see them do other work. Like we've seen them in other plays, mm -hmm. uh, doing live shows as well. Right. And. Uh, Really strong dramatic roles as well. Things that are different from being just a comedic role. Mm -hmm. uh, so the oddball ones that I'm also going to include are Gerald, uh, Ben. Yep. And uh, the guy who plays the serial guy, uh, Gavin Williams. Um, <laughs> oh. Now, the reason why I add these two is because I want to see these guys in one of those mockumentary shows. Sort of like The Office or Parks and Rec. Because I think that they had the that sort of comedic timing that would be yep. perfect in that mm -hmm. case. Kind of like... Camera zooms into them. And, and then they're they doing something. Doing something. <laughs> Maybe they could show up on What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, mm. that'd be a good one. Yes. Oh, I Like as a familiar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be hilarious. <laughs> okay, so we've got two little fun things to do. Uh, first thing is called Kiss, Mary Kill, or I kind of renamed it to Friend, Rumi, Flick. Uh, so the gist is uh, <laughs> if you're going to pick three characters, somebody who you would kiss or I guess befriend or, you know, you're friendly with them, uh, marry somebody who you'd stick around with and somebody you commit to and kill somebody you just, you know, off with them, gone, whatever. Um, so why don't we start with Ashley? Oh, gosh. Um... <laughs> this is hard. Natalie Portman's not on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I'm like, oh, kill. Like, we were really good with that. <laughs> um, Kiss. See, Kiss would probably be Simu uh, or Zhang, I guess. Okay. But I don't know if he could be my, like, roomie for life. Hmm. He'd have to grow up a little more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't know. I feel like Janet and I would get along as roommates. Okay. Mm. But, um, and kick or hop keto flip, as you said, uh, would have to be, oh God, what's her name? Gerald's girlfriend. Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> She's so annoying. <laughs> so like, she so, she just pops up and I'm just like, what? Where did she come from? She's so strange. Yeah. Knock, her knock. And Terry. <laughs> or Terrence. Sorry. Terrence. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, solid picks. I won't tell Terry you said that. Oh, yeah. It's funny because whenever they're, my husband's name is Terry. Oh, it's, no. not short. it's not short for Terrence, but I call him Terrence when I, I want to be, you know, silly. But whenever they're like, hey, teabag, I like crack up. Like, hey, teabag. <laughs> He's like very funny, Ashley. So, it's fine. He loves me. <laughs> How about you, Jenna? Um, okay, so for, let's see, for Kiss, let's see. I think it would, you know, definitely be Simu. Okay. And Andrew. That's probably it. I don't know. Um, I think that's it. Okay. And then for Rumi... Again, maybe Simu, but like Ashley said, he has to grow up a little yeah. bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, let's see. And then, yeah, Janet, like Andrea. I think I could get along with her as a roommate. Okay. Um, possibly kimchi, but I'm not sure. Um, also has to grow up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And definitely, if it was kimchi and jung together, there's no way that could happen. <laughs> I would um, no. It would have to be one or the other. It's too much fun in one house. Um, <laughs> yes. And maybe Shannon, but she'd have to lose some cats. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe one cat would be okay, Aww, but didn't like have that cats. many cats. <laughs> you know, I actually don't dislike cats, but I'm allergic. Oh. So, like, more than one would just murder me. <laughs> um... And then Flick, definitely Chelsea. Yeah. Bye, girl. Um, she just annoys me. <laughs> See, it's not just like me. I find her entertaining-ish, but like I couldn't have her around all the time. True. Mm-hmm. True. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, and then Pastor Nina, she has to go. <laughs> like, oh. I find her, like, her kind of irritating. Her whole like, oh, I'm kind of helping, but I'm kind of not. Oh, I'm kind of sleeping with this person. I'm kind of not now. Like, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I liked her better before she got with the guy that was like super yeah. sexist. Oh, I was like, really? Yeah. It was a weird like segue to that. I was like, okay. I liked her at the beginning and then I didn't like her anymore. <laughs> Yeah, that that whole Jimmy relationship was a shock to all. I think if yeah. the Kim's writers were going for shock value in season four, they definitely got their money's worth. Because yeah. everybody's just like, what the hell is going on now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> for sure. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that I could, I would have to get rid of or could hang out with for any length of time. 
I mean, obviously, like, Appa and Uma, um, I don't think I necessarily, I couldn't really be roomies with mm-hmm. either of mm-hmm. them, but I could hang out with them. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. I need some good cooking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I'm like, oh, I want all that food. It looks so good. <laughs> Just don't want to get poisoned at church, but yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Well, she would feel bad in your case. Yeah, <laughs> not Mrs. Park. She, I hope. So. I hope so. <laughs> and then yeah, parents. I think parents would get flipped. <laughs> yeah, flick him out. He annoy me. <laughs> okay, Ruby. Um, I think I could be friends with mostly everyone. So up, okay. um, uh, Janet, Kimji, like they're they're all cool. Shannon. If I had to room with somebody, hmm, I would I wouldn't mind rooming with Uma because I feel like she cooks, she cleans. But you know. she would be the Korean version of your mom. No, I think she'll be better than my mom. At least she cleans, <laughs> <laughs> and she does the dishes and cleans up. Oh, my mom's become a child, so <laughs> I clean up after her. Um. I wouldn't want to room with Janet just because of her tea bags everywhere and how she doesn't do dishes and that would drive me insane. Um, I wouldn't mind rooming with Shannon because I do enjoy cats. I like cats and that would be great. So we'll probably have a house of cats. Yeah, so you'd have mittens, <laughs> snowball, and Q-tip. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I would... I wouldn't mind kimchi if he he grew up a little because he seems like a responsible kind of roommate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And he, he's grown quite a lot over mm-hmm. the seasons. So I, I think he would be nice as a roommate. I wouldn't want Jung. I, I don't like so many people sleeping over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'd rather not that. <laughs> um, flick. Hmm. Who would I flick? Yeah. I tried to think about this for you. I couldn't. Yeah. Actually, one more person I would room with would be Stacy. Oh, Stacy! She keeps to herself. She seems to be kind of like me, so she I doesn't make like... a big deal of her birthdays. Exactly. <laughs> like she, she's not a drama queen. She's respectful. <laughs> I like that. So I, I think I think we'd make good roommates. Okay. Um, but flick, yeah, I really can't think of who I would flick. I mean. Chelsea is the obvious one for most people. And yes, everyone wants to flick Chelsea. Yeah. She's not safe. I just feel like she she is <laughs> awkward and she doesn't have a sense of boundaries at all. And she pushes herself onto people and that kind of bothers me, but I wouldn't kill her. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't have a flick. Oh, uh, well, yeah, okay. So if I'm starting with mine, obviously, I- I'm going to go in the reverse order because everybody wants to flick Chelsea. I am no exception. <laughs> Chelsea's getting flipped. Aww. Or, I don't know, Janet can have Keto flip her for me. Um, uh, so if I'm, yeah, going reverse order, I would room with Kimchi for sure, because he has shown the most most growth of any character in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he seems like a chill roommate. Mm-hmm. Seems like he keeps himself, keeps clean-ish, except for the exploding beer in the fridge or freezer. That was Appa's fault. Well, they also had one in their fridge, too. 
Because when they're like, how come you're not using your freezer? And this goes back to sneak attack. Uh, how come you're not using your freezer? It's like, oh, yeah. And then she sees all the oh, beer shards right. in right, the, right, in the right. freezer. So they can't use her. So they've been doing it for a while. It's probably mm-hmm. a bad habit of his. So, um, And I would definitely, I'd probably friend Appa. Just because I think he'd make a good friend. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to live with him. Yes. Although if I did live with him in their house, I'd have access to all those snacks. So that'd be yeah, awesome. Yeah, but he walks around pantsless. Yeah, that's true. I don't want that. <laughs> like, do you want your chips with the side of that? Piece? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, one more fun thing um, is called Would You Rather? And I come up with four cases here. Uh, so we'll just kind of quick fire, go around everybody, and uh, it's going to be one or the other, or three options in one case. So. The question is, would you rather have Amma or Chelsea as the nosy neighbor? Uh, why don't we start with Jenna? Amma. Amma? Uh, Ashley? Amma. Okay. Ruby? Amma. Yeah, I'm going to say Amma. No one likes Chelsea. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, next one. That's a no from me. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's a no from the universe. <laughs> would you rather have Shannon or Appa as your boss? Oh. Yeah. Uh, Jenna? I guess Shannon. Okay. Ashley? Shannon. I feel like she's easier to deal with. (laughs) Ruby? I would go with Shannon. Yeah. Appa would, I don't know. Appa Appa reminds me of a father, so no. (laughs) I'd go with Appa just because dealing with the awkwardness in the workplace would be fun at first, but then I think I would get annoyed. Just based on my character (laughs) see and i would be annoyed but i think i'd appreciate this sort of corporate rules Mm -hmm. that's true like because there's actually guidelines that's my only that's true like if i had him as a boss in a corporate world that would be okay with me but if it was like shannon at handy versus appa at kim's convenience Mm -hmm. then i would have to go with handy yeah i wonder if appa would have (laughs) a relationship in a corporate setting like if he had met amma in the corporate, you know, working in the same at company. Samsung? <laughs> at Samsung? <laughs> where or he wherever was supposed he's working. To work. <laughs> would he have right. done the same thing that Shannon did? I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> I think he would. When he was talking <laughs> yeah. about how he invited her and the friend, but then, like, you know, forgot to invite <gasps> the friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think Solid he point. would totally go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, I bet you're in right. In that case, they're <laughs> equal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next one. If your apartment flooded, would you rather stay with Amma and Appa or Janet and Gerald or Kimchi and Jung? Jenna? Kimchi and Jung because it would be party central for a few <laughs> And then I can go back to normal. Awesome. Uh, Ashley? Uh, that's a tie between Kimchi and Jung and Oma and Appa. Like, you would get better food mm-hmm. at Appa's house. But, like, yeah, it would be a party. And just enough of a party because in my apartment I could leave and go back to, like, normal life. But definitely right. not Gerald and Janet because then you got the crazy one. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you go to one, Ashley, and I'll go to the other and we'll visit. <laughs> oh, and we'll share. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm fine with that. <laughs> nice. We can add a caveat, right? <laughs> uh, Ruby? This is hard. Mm. Walk me through it. 
It, it once again, I don't know why Friends is in my head today. It reminds me of that episode when, um, what's her name, Rachel and the one that you don't like, Phoebe's apartment got burned down, and then they they got to choose either to live with oh, Joey or to right. live with Monica. Right, right, right. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that, but like, there's no perfect world. Um, there never is. That's life. yeah. Upanamas would be nice, I think, just because they would take care of everything. I just wouldn't want to deal with Amma's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you're holding your anger. chest when you're saying that. <laughs> her like her resentment that I'm not Jung staying with her. That would be kind of hard to deal with, and I don't think I take it as well as uh, Kimji did. So hmm. that that was my only concern there. Um, I wouldn't have minded. Jen and Gerald, but then yeah, if Chelsea's there, that that's that's a whole other wrench. So I might not want that. Knock knock, Bumba. Yeah, no. Um, uh. I need boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> kimchi and Jung again. That's a note for me. Yeah, I don't think I want to stay with Kimchi and Jung because I feel like it's just a bit of a mess. Okay. And Jung with no doors. Yeah, no. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh. That, that changes everything. Wait, but his quote-unquote closet has a door now. Yeah. Does it? <laughs> Does right. it really? It's the, it, has a, it has a slider, like, accordion, accordion yeah. door. <laughs> yeah, if that door was not functional, I'm definitely not staying with them. Yeah, yeah, it's just a little awkward. So thanks again, Jan and Ashley, for joining us. Remember, you can follow them on Twitter at WhiskeyNSunshine and that Ashley Aaron. Or visit GeekGirlsUniverse.com to check out their podcast. So if you have any comments, questions, or stories to share, tweet me at MikeYUAN82. And now a message from our sponsor. He tweets faster than a rabid influencer, poses harder than an Instagram model, able to leap toxic fans in a single bound. It's action figure Simu Liu. Now with shirt tossing action. Pre-order now and get limited edition tearaway pants while supplies last. Check your local adult store for more details. Until the next time. Okay, Okay, see see you. you.